and we're alive hi guys welcome to the episode on the Sportsman podcast i'm your host david and um it's quite a quite an interesting weekend i mean interesting i would have called it a great one or i'll just say a good weekend sports win you know but an excellent weekend and a very great weekend is when sports win chelsea lose arsenal lose right <laughs> so sports win they beat chelsea arsenal continue their winning run um which is their second win on the bounce they beat um these guys um leicester away which is a ground where sports lost which is quite um obviously you're gonna get a lot of comments and from a lot of fans and you know it's sort of expected i mean my friends who are arsenal fans kept um they made it short to remind me that sports lost on that ground and then man city actually went away bombot and beat bombot i think before that game i saw a stats um they had won the last 11 visits to bombot and so it was quite inevitable that we were going to win that game and the one yesterday um, on 25th on weekend and liverpool had a goalless draw against crystal palace which is quite interesting because um i mean they won two on the bounce i mean i did speak about liverpool winning two on the bounce beating everton and beating newcastle but what i didn't i didn't really see those games in full i mean i watched the everton game just the first half but i didn't really watch it in full and the game their game against um these guys their game against Newcastle, I didn't really watch it in full, but anyways, I think I'm wasting too much time on this intro, so without further ado, let's delve into today's episode, <laughs> talk about football. And we start, um, I'm going to start at random, so I'm going to start with the Arsenal game today. Um, Arsenal against Leicester. Um, or Leicester home against Arsenal, so Arsenal beat Le- Leicester. Anyway, so Leicester, Arsenal done the double over over Leicester. Um, the first goal I was taking and it was scored by um, Trossard was ruled out. I think um, their goalkeeper Ward felt he was fouled and then the referee checked out. And whenever the referees go to the screen, it's usually ruled out for ruled out and it was it was cancelled. And then Arsenal eventually scored to make it one 0 I think this is the thing, right? Um, I know a lot of Arsenal fans are still trying to, you know, I mean, there are a lot of fans who are being overt, but, you go, but the thing is, you, you kind of understand the mentality of most Arsenal fans. I kind of understood it where after they lost to Man City. So a lot of them were trying to retreat and say, oh, we never said we won the title race because they were like, okay, Man City has probably smelled blood and they have, they, for the Man City to come beat them at the Emirates, you know, it means they smelled blood and there's a chance that you know um they could be caught so a lot of them you know tried started walking back they love their statements trying to say oh we never said we're in the title we never said we're going to win the league you know there are a lot of them who were still quite overt about you know what they about what they felt and how they wanted and what they wanted but many were just trying to be covert as they've been all season and so um so arsenal winning that game a lot of them are coming out the works coming out now they're like okay yes you know we are we're back in it is very, it's very funny to be fair i kind of understand any anybody if you're in a big if you're in a big a big six team right and you got Man City chasing you there is no way on this planet you will ever agree except you're a Man City fan that you ever agree that you are in the title race i don't think i think it's just being safe because as Man City have shown the last three to five years that listen even if you're ahead of them it still doesn't mean that you're going to win it they can still catch you it means that you need to have a near perfect performance for the rest of the season to be able to beat man city and that's what and that's what you're up against that is what you're up against right and it's, it's mad isn't it it's one of those things that you just look at and say well you know if you don't if you don't do what you have to do you know you could be in a situation where um you could be in a situation where man city may just you know overtake you and 
and that's just it. I, I understand why a lot of Barca fans are trying to play safe, but again, with the lesser thing, right? I'm not gonna say uh, they rode over for us. I don't like using that kind of statement, but because listen, it's not that's not the actually was the case. That wasn't wasn't the case, but you know, it's more of like when I look at the way Arsenal beat Leicester. If I look at how Leicester have performed since they beat Spurs, it makes me extra angry at players like Dyer, Davies, and Cole because I'm like, listen. You know, the defending in that game was atrocious, horrible, and there was not really enough. And yes, I know Leicester were the better side and they were pressing the midfield and we were able to prevent Spurs from building up playing in the midfield. I get it. But then also, you would also be somebody that has to go to Conte for that game. But I'm just leaving even more. Like, they lost to, I mean, they were so, they're so horrible, right? Now they lost to Mycenae and then they lost to Arsenal. And then you, you their only win is against Spurs. It's, it's just one of those things that just annoys me. Anyways, you hear my thoughts about sports in the coming game. Um, as I keep talking when I come to the get to the sports game, and um, the, the next game we have on my mind here is the Liverpool versus Crystal Palace. I was talking about in the intro, in the intro that you know I didn't watch the first the two matches against against Everton. I watched like the first half, I fell asleep for the second half. It wasn't because it was boring; it was because I was just quite tired for that. It was a Monday evening. I was just tired, and I just had to fall asleep. I just fell asleep. Could only watch the first half. And then the other game on my mind here, the, the other reason, the other game they won against Newcastle. I didn't really watch that game in full. I didn't really watch the entire the entirety of that match. So I just probably saw the Nick Pope incident where they got sent off. So there's an argument to be made that you know the the man down and you know Newcastle just weren't you know a match for them. Maybe if Newcastle had 11 men, maybe sure it would have been a different story. So there's this feeling amongst a lot of fans that you know those two wins are sort of paper over the cracks. Sort of paper over the cracks. Caraga especially was one I heard this comment from. He said in the show, right? So the game, it was after their loss, their 5-2 loss to Real Madrid. And he said that, listen, you know, in the game here, they did, um, they, they <clears throat> excuse me, in the, after their 5-2 loss against Real Madrid, right? And he said, listen, in the game here, um, the game against Everton, that was like the worst Everton performance in the Merseyside derby. So it was kind of an easier win. So it's, and also, it also made mention of the Newcastle game. It was 11 men. So he's saying that, you know, the wins are pouring over the cracks. Maybe this game did, but I don't know if this Newcastle Crystal Palace game was had a lot more was a lot of that because they hit. I mean, both sides were hitting the bar. I mean, you could, I could count like on two occasions Crystal Palace hit the bar, and um, Jota hit the bar, Salah hit the bar. Uh, I mean, Gakpo had a chance where he could have should have scored, but you know didn't. So I don't know if it's more of um, I don't know, maybe it's luck because I don't know if that game was luck or less of that. But then again, you make your own luck. I mean, even if you want to say luck. You know, if you're playing so well, a lot of all these lack of luck situations, they do happen in games when you're winning. It's just maybe you don't play well enough, and then when you start looking at it, oh, if we hit the ball, if we didn't do this here, maybe that could just be the case. But I think Crystal Palace, a good job of Crystal Palace. I mean, they need as much points as they can gather. They're in a real situation where they have to stay up. And listen, I do like Crystal Palace. I do have a soft spot for them. I think they should stay up, and I would like them to 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 stay up. You know. I like Vera, I like their manager, you know, I, I think, I, I know, and listen, a manager, him, he, he being the only black manager in the league, right, and I want him to do well, you know, this is not even, and he has shown that he's quite good, I mean, last season he was good with them, so this season also, I want him to do well, I want him to stay up, I to stay well and do well, you know, for many reasons, right, for, me, for obvious reasons, right, so it's not even that, and then we need as much possible, based on competence, not color, more of competence and not color that's my view right but i think we need more you know more persons coming in the game proving themselves and showing that listen if you're good enough you get in you know not not a case it's not like it's just to fill a quota you get me he's there because he deserves it and he's good enough 
So when that like the message we look at, listen, if you're good enough, you be as it doesn't matter your skin color or whatever, you get the job. And that's the message that it should be sending. You know, and that's why so it's a good point for, for Crystal Palace. They they need that point. I mean to stay up and they have to stay up and they want to stay up, so they need that point, you know, to to do so. And the next game of my mind here is the, the Man City Bournemouth game. I made mention of the fact that Man City had this picture is so one-sided. Man City have won like the last eleven visits there. And um, it's just clearly not gonna stop, you know. And it clearly didn't, it clearly continued the last weekend. It didn't even look like stopping. I mean, if you actually measure both sides, you just knew it was gonna be one side. Because last weekend when Man City played against Nottingham Forest, when you play that kind of game and you have, and I, I made mention of saying you make your luck, but there are games when, listen, no matter how you play, there are days when it's just not working for you. And that game against Nottingham Forest was one of it, right? They peppered Nottingham Forest, and Nottingham Forest scored with Chris Wood late equalizer, that kind of thing. It was that kind of annoying game where they could not just secure it for a one-year win. But you see this game, and you listen, whoever is facing Man's the Nest was going to get a proper beating. He just had that feeling. And Bournemouth were the un- unlucky ones who fell into their trap. And boy, did Bournemouth make sure. <laughs> boy, did Man's the make sure that Bournemouth felt their rough. You know, it was 4-0, I mean... It's funny already for Bournemouth got a consolation, right? And funny start, Ederson should have, would have had a hundred clean sheet in that game if you know he he if that clean, if he kept the clean sheet in this game, which was which was quite funny because you know there's this popular opinion among a lot of Man City fans that I mean a lot of football fans in general that or Premier League fans that Ederson is not really as good a goalkeeper as people make him out to be and i agree i understand because i've seen him his, his saves and some of his um, positioning also in chances i think the fact that he's getting he's about to get 100 clean sheets has a lot more to do with man city's man's city being brilliant and keeping out of the boy a lot more than the opponents than him being a fantastic goalkeeper i think that's where i'll put it but listen you you make whatever, whatever you do you play and then you win you know and what you have to do what you have to do there's no one way to play football and everything but i'm just saying that you know i'm not going to put ederson as among the greats of the goalkeepers i'm going to say oh goalkeepers the greats i'm not going to put him up there with schmeichel peter check i'm not going to put him up there you, you're like you're, you're more likely to put Ed, allison there than put ederson there and that's what i'm trying to say but you know like it or not he's a multiple time multiple Premier League winning goalkeeper so he's in the conversation which is quite funny anyways let's 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 that's the other sense achievement that's good for him but what I'm saying in essence is listen I think this title race is not really over what we're saying anyway this title race is not over it's still going it's just the ball is in Arsenal's courts at the moment so I think Man City are like four points behind my calculations are correct Man City are four points behind so with that win I mean I mean, they won. They won, yes. And Arsenal had, and they won, and they got back. Um, well, Arsenal were like two points. Arsenal were two points ahead. They won against um, Villa, so they went five points. No, they were level on point with Man City. They beat Villa. They beat Villa. They went three points, and then Man City drew against um, Nottingham Forest. It was two points behind. So Arsenal won their game. Arsenal went five points clear. So Man City needed to win that game to go two points behind because they're two points behind Arsenal. So. Two points behind is still not over. So means Arsenal still have to go to the Emirates to go play. And if they, sorry, Arsenal have to come to the Etihad to come play. And Man City have to win that game. And Man City win that game, they go a point ahead above Arsenal. So there's still a lot to play for. This is if my calculations are correct. I think my calculations are correct. If I'm mistaken. If I'm mistaken. So there's a whole lot to play for. And I think it's um, it's pretty funny. You know, it's gonna be funny to see a lot of Arsenal fans try and walk back a lot of their statements very soon. <laughs> it's gonna be funny. 
I don't know. I think I think it's gonna be interesting to see how the rest of the season go. And then my United fans, right? I mean, okay, so let me talk about their game against Newcastle City, right? So they won, they won the League Cup and then their trophy droughts, which I find it amusing that you know a lot of football fans or big six fans, fans of the big six club, right? They say the League Cup is nothing. But when their team wins it, they celebrate it like the Champions League, which is why I say this is why I always get angry at sports fans who try to follow them in you know pushing that annoying narrative listen it's like this right you are you are inciting violence with somebody who is like it's like trying to incite trying to cause trouble with somebody who has a proper backing and you don't have any proper backing a proper legal backing and then the person when the trouble comes the person has a way out and you you don't have a way out. you you don't have a way out that kind of thing so the other teams they, they they win the trophy they have they spend a lot of money they get there they win it i mean you you join them in making the same comments saying the same things saying the same things that they all say and then when it's time okay fine put your medal on the table and then you can't you're just looking you know if you want the league cup you can present on the table you want it that's a trophy i mean listen i do not care and people and what i know when i see fans trying to talk about oh the prize money listen that money's not going to your pocket it doesn't concern you as a football fan what concerns you is the trophy and so a lot of persons do a lot of persons mention the fact that oh listen um if um um united um united didn't play well in that final they didn't play amazing that i'm like listen Mourinho. i think Mourinho once said finals are there to be won not to be played so and that's the thing how many of you really go back to watch finals highlights of finals how many of you really go the only f- highlights of finals i know i've watched right is maybe the um that 99 final when my united won like in the last two three minutes like in stoppage time when they scored two goals to win that champions league final that's one Maybe the Champions League final. Um, I don't know which Champions League final did I watch again. I can't remember any one I watched. So that's probably the one against the Barcelona versus Arsenal. I mean, yeah, I did watch that one again. I won't lie. I mean, it's you know why I enjoyed watching that final. But what I'm saying is this: finals. Many people do not watch finals again. Many persons just watch it once and move on. League matches, you might because and also another thing also is this: why you might need league match. You might need to play well in league matches because you need a sustained run of form. To be able to get points up the board so maybe you can you have to play well consistently so if you don't play well today your fans can worry because next week you might need to get three points maybe if you win three points today you're playing awfully next week you might not get away with it because that's what i'm trying to say where when football fans football fans can worry but in a final it's a one-off game nobody's going to remember there's no points on the board you are playing you have to win that game so you have to come in with your a game and win and get away and i think my United did that really well i think they did after they went two goals up i think the 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 Decision for from Ten Hag to take off um, Dalo and bring on Wan Bissaka was really really good. I think it was a good decision. Wan Bissaka clearly is not very good offensively. We all know that, but defensively he's very good. Slight tackles. He's had he's had to get better get the better of him for an attack if you're a dribbler. And listen, Maximin was getting so much joy, but when he came on, I think Wan Bissaka just sort of shut down that threat down the right hand side and just or the left hand side for Newcastle, the right hand side for Wan Bissaka just shut down that threat and. You know, mind they were just able to see out the game and just try and get some breaks. But I think to get those two goals that quickly and then just kill off the game was perfect. Casemiro and um, I think it was an own goal. The second one was recorded as an own goal. It was more of Rashford though, but those things were just perfect. It was important to just get out of the way and just win and just see out the game. I think my did well in that final to win that game. I don't care about playing style. Newcastle, I mean, they huffed and puffed. They did, they did, they did. But I think they just missing a little bit more. In that final, I think we were missing a little bit more. I don't think, I don't know if I would say it was down to just start of play. I think we were missing a little bit more. Bruno Guimaraes and um, Trippier were the only 
two players in the Newcastle team that actually played well. The rest didn't really step up. And it's one thing I also I also want you get you to also note, right? This time last year, most of those signings were made because they wanted to stay up, right? So Dan Burn. Um I hope I remember Chris Wood is no longer there though. Dan Burn. I hope I remember a lot of them. I mean, okay, Botman was signed in the summer. Um, Fabian Scher was there already before. He wasn't really as good as he wasn't very good. He wasn't a very good player. So Fabian Scher. Let's put, let me just mention right. A lot of players who for relegation right. Dan Burn, Fabian Scher, Sean Longstaff. Um, this guy was his name. I keep forgetting some of their names on their, their squad. I don't know, but you get my point. The only players of quality in that Newcastle side that have this kind of experience at a higher level if that's what i'm trying if you get on trying to say right or, or i have some, some form of quality bruno Guimaraes, kieran Trippier, and um sven botman they're like the only three there if you go to united squad you can count who fernandez rashford um casimiro casimiro um they're here and the goalkeeper was Loris Carlos. Even though Loris Carlos, I, I don't really think I would fault Loris Carlos a lot more, a lot for that final performance. Because I mean, the two goals, man, I don't think I'll fault him a lot for that. I think the thing is a lot of persons. The memory of that final, that Champions League final between Real Madrid and uh, Liverpool, that Carlos had, Carlos performed very poorly. It's still fresh people's memory, so people will try to use that against. But I don't really think it was. I think he played really, he played okay in this final. I mean, the key saves he made that would have that kept the scoreline down. So he was quite good in that final, in that final yesterday. But if you're going to the next score, right? You're going to, I mean, players, Varane. I mean, even though you won't really, Lissandro Martinez at least he has played well so far. So Varane, Lissandro Martinez, Luke Shaw. I mean, these players all get into the Newcastle side. So they were, you can clearly, you clearly know who's the better side between both both teams. And I think it was very. I think Newcastle were missing a little bit more, especially in attack. You know, even if United, the way they were set up, even if their attack wasn't really doing a lot. I mean, Vegas played well. Rashford played really well. I mean, even though those guys, Anthony was awful. He wasn't. He didn't play well at all. It was awful. I mean, listen, I'm not really a huge fan of Anthony, as you all know. I don't really. I'm not. I don't really think he's he's good. I, I 100 million. 100 million. I think Ajax robbed my United for that. I, I always felt so from day one. Once he gets the ball, cuts inside, and then what else? Nothing. You know, and that's the thing. But. And I have my thoughts on Anthony. I think I've made them pretty clear multiple times. But I think you know Newcastle needed a bit more, so they may probably have to go back in and just try and improve on their attack, maybe on their wings. And this is, and also I'll say Maximin. You see, when I see when I see he's been linked with Spurs, this is a working where I'm, I'm not. I'm like nah, I don't think I want this signing. Cause listen, after all the and then what else? You know, I saw that it was linked with Spurs. I was like, nah, no way. I do not want Maximin at Spurs. I really don't. <laughs> It's just my own personal opinion, but you because I mean, play on the left, play on the right is not as effective. I mean, it's just one of those things. I'm like, nah, no way, no thanks. But it was it was a good win for United, and I think they did what they had to do, ending their trophy draft. And now, um, Spurs are the only team with in that big six that they have a long. I mean, Spurs had the longest trophy draft in the first place, right? But United were also also had a long trophy draft as well. So you could just kind of had get that. Okay, yeah, this also long long trophy draft, long trophy draft, but. To see that you know United United are like the only ones they've ended theirs and now Spurs still haven't ended theirs. It's really funny. United met Spurs in a trophy drought, had theirs, ended theirs, and they came back. This is why I will forever be angry at Spurs for that 2021 final where they sacked Jose like six days away. And then to see fans who defend that decision, it still annoys me. So I don't want to go over that. It annoys because we would have ended that trophy drought 2021 and then just probably just go out of the way and then try and focus on trying to improve on that. 
But again, also another thing I also fans need to learn from this is this, right? Do not care about how much was spent to win that league cup. Stop worrying about it. It's not your money. Oh, this bought Casimiro to win the league cup. Okay. It's a trophy. Nobody cares whether they spent who, who they bought or not. Right? It's not your money. Stop caring. I mean, I remember 2020, right? When a lot of the narrative and a lot of sports fans was, oh, after that kind of window, a little win just a league cup and not finish top four is not enough. Well, we didn't finish top four and we didn't win the league cup. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's one of those things I just find mind boggling. You know, a lot of people, oh, lost the league cup final, didn't, didn't finish in the top four, and then what, what else? And then for it to prove to you that that window was not very good, all of the signings that were made in that window, Hoybeck's the only one remaining. So clearly, that season, a League Cup trophy and not finishing the top four was quite a good season. Anyways, I don't want to go over this. If I remember that, I just get angry. So there's no point talking about it. And then United fans, so back to their business on the league. Um, a lot of United fans are trying to distance themselves from a title race, which I find quite amusing. You are in the title race, my United fans. Listen, you are in the title race. Do not, you can't run away from it. I asked, is a United fan I met on Saturday? I was talking, we we're talking about the fight, League Cup final. I was like, who is the underdog in that final? And he said it was going to be that it's Newcastle. It's, it's, um, it's not Newcastle. I'm like, nah, Newcastle are the underdog in that final. You know, and then, you know, they, them in that final sort of means that they are the underdog. United are clearly the better side. And he was trying to, I said, okay, are you not in the title race? The guy was like, nah, they're not in the title race. I was like, wait a minute. What are you saying? I said, if Man City are five points behind Arsenal, would you say they're in the title race? Then he was like, okay, yeah, I think they are. So that, I mean, at the time, I think they were like five points clear before that particular, five points behind before that um, game. I think like five or six points behind. So if that's the case, you're not in the title race. You know, and the thing is, many fans are being, I'm not saying they will win it, but I'm just saying they are in the race. They they are that close. They are close enough to be considered in the conversation. That's what I'm just basically saying. But yeah, um, good win for United, ending their trophy drought. And then speaking of, Another game here. We're gonna talk about the sports of the Chelsea game. Um, going through this fixture, I, I don't know if it's if I have this kind of attitude towards a, a, a match. Maybe like man, I don't care what happens. If I have that kind of attitude towards a game, I it tends to go well in my favor. It tends to go well in my favor. So if I have this kind of do or die kind of vibe towards a game, you know, so, uh, my heart gets broken. So like the Leicester game, for example, right? The game against Manchester, I had this man. We might lose, we might not lose. Whatever happens, happens. We won, right? The game against Chelsea also, right? Man, my win, my win. I don't care. Whatever happens, happens. We win. The game against Fulham, eh? My win, my not win. Whatever happens, happens, happens. We win. I'm like, okay, fine. Maybe this is the approach we have in the rest of the season because we beat Chelsea yesterday two 0 And then the first half, Spurs played really. Spurs. I think both sides were just. I don't know. Spurs winning. I don't know if that had a lot more to Chelsea just being so bad and Spurs not having. Spurs just doing a little bit. Spurs didn't have to do a lot to beat. Um, Chelsea was, Chelsea was so bad. Sterling was like the only Chelsea player that was trying to cause threats from that entire team. And that that says a lot about Chelsea. But uh, at least we went on beating against Chelsea this season. That's quite a good um, return to go on beating against Chelsea this season. I mean, looking at her, her awful record against them last season, to not score a single goal, man, was so awful. I mean, I'm talking from the league matches the league cup jesus christ it was just so horrible to look back on that but i am quite i'm really happy that let's listen i'm not happy where the season is going i'm just happy about this particular fixture let's put it that way because listen a lot of my church supporting friends have made sure to 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 remind me you know when when they when sports lost last season i mean they really made sure i remembered so <laughs> it's just like this mini victory between me and them right 
it's just like a kind of mini victory for me. But you know, I, I think I think yesterday's performance was quite okay. Um, but like, I'm seeing some comments from a lot of sports fans about Stellini. Oh, Stellini, maybe Stellini will probably be the takeover. And listen, I think it's a new manager bounce from Stellini. I think it's just a new manager bounce. I really do. Because when all these managers join, the, the, the common problem is still the ownership. I'm not going to come here and pretend like, oh, Stellini being the manager, um, manager or changing everything. It's just like a new manager bounce. He's new, he's having this kind of effect. Yes, Conte is still you know having effect from. He's still dictating and define and explaining how things should should do, but you know Conte still has as much influence in this team as the next guy. But maybe him just me and me Sterling being dead is probably the reason. I don't know whatever the reason is. But listen, let's not let's not do this, okay? The facts remain. Conte is still the manager, and you know the ownership is still the problem. And listen, every manager. I think I said in my last episode, Jose won his first game. Poch, I think Poch won his first game. It was against West Ham. Conte won his first game. So, winning your first games and winning their first few matches, right? First two, three matches, doesn't really mean much. Because it could be a new manager bounce. And then you have to know, after like the 10th or 15th match, is when you really need to know. And that's what usually happens. You know, after like 10th or 15th match, they go back to that, their drab style of play. It's boring. You know, that's where they go back to. And, you know, it's really pieces. It's really annoying. When Conte joined, you were quite energizing. And then when Conte quit, Joint came and then after some time you began to see why oh I think we need more players. So, so I'm seeing a lot of persons say oh Real is playing well, Dyer is playing well. Is it the coaching? Nah, it's not. It's not coaching. Those guys are still bad. Maybe just they just have some good spell. I think I think Gamasi Real should be sold. I still think Dyer should be sold. It's not even a case of because they played well for three matches that oh it must mean. I don't know why football fans are so fickle. It's like nobody just want to stick to their players. Maybe just want to flip easily. I mean, I'm not saying if you see facts that are superior to yours, sure you can flip. But when these facts are not superior to yours, when it's it's not it's clearly not facts. It's clearly you know um, not completely true. You know when it's it's like it's just you jumping on the bad bandwagon, then it's not it's something that you can't really. For me, I've always said the player has to play well for ten to fifteen consecutive matches before I change my mind. He has to play well at that level for ten. And if he don't, then there's no no point for me for me you know wasting wasting time. But that's that's just my just my opinion. But you know it's just one of those things you just look back and just laugh at. That being said, you know this is what it is. So um football 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 um. Football fans are very amazing sports fans, but yeah, I think it should be sold. And and listen, I I, I made this tweet. It's quite funny. I said I don't know if it's funny, but I, I just I just thought about this, right? Um, I don't know if sports should consider telling this. Is a joke. Listen, I don't mean this. It's a joke, right? I have to make disclaimer properly, please. I don't know if this, but maybe sports should just tell Conte, listen, Conte, just have, take the rest of the season off. Let's tell him to do the rest of the thing, and let's suppose let's see what sports can do with him. Let's suppose ride this wave because it looks like a new manager bounce. That's what it is. You know, I'm not saying Conte is doing bad. I'm not saying he's. I, again, I'm still not Conte out. Okay, no matter what, I'm still not Conte out. You know, well, I think we should ride the wave and just see what happens if we can fraud our way to Champions League. Because listen, Champions League win. Because listen, winning the Champions League is the only thing, the consolation for me this season. That is, if Arsenal wins the league. The only thing that will make me bear anything from those people is if sports win the Champions League. If sports fraud their way Champions League win, listen, if they do, I don't know, maybe Di Matteo S kind of pack the boss, fraud you, just get there, just win, penalty shootout, whatever. If sports do that, that's probably the only consolation. The only thing that will make me say, okay, fine, this season is not that bad. Because if Arsenal wins the league, eh, nothing will ever, no, I don't think finishing top four would even. 
finishing top four and no trophy would console me. It won't be enough. See, sports have to do that. Sports have to do their thing. Anybody next few fixtures sports have, they are quite easy fixtures. Relatively easy fixtures. Depending on the sports that turn up, we'll see. But um hopefully we they play well and then listen, I always want sport. Any game sports play, I would like them to win every game they play. Even if I have some kind of that's this kind of indifference about certain matches, I still always want sports to win. It doesn't matter the match, I would still always like sports to to win. But you know, it is what it is. Um thanks for I think that's my thoughts on this particular game. And then any other miscellaneous thoughts, I don't really know much. I don't really have a lot more to say. I mean, I'm talking about what I can say. Okay, yeah, also, I also think that um, the, the race the race in all the... I think it's good to see Premier League, um, every part of Premier League table having a lot of competition, right? This kind of fair competition. But the top four race, um, now Spurs are currently fourth. Newcastle still have to come back and Spurs have, they have two games in hand. But Newcastle's recent form, don't really know if they are going to be able to... Um, you know, catch catch up with their recent form. Where they are looking, I don't really know. But sports have to continue playing well and doing their thing because it's in sports' hands. I know, yeah, Newcastle have two games in hand, but they have to win those two games first. So sports have to, you know, when you're again, I'm listening. I don't believe sports are going to finish top four. I'm just saying it. So I'm just prioritizing the cup matches. I'm not like I'm going to play, but I'm just putting a lot of my interest in that. But we are midweek. Sports play Sheffield in the FA Cup. So uh, we have to win that one to continue our cup run. We have to win. Listen, the cup in the cup, the FA Cup matches, the only two tough teams there are Man City and Man United. So you know, the other big, big, bigger teams are out. So Liverpool are out, Arsenal are out, Chelsea are out. So that's three. So you have just two left. Two other teams, right? The other teams are bigger teams. Two of the other members of the big six are still in the competition. So you have to do your thing and just see how it goes. I suppose have to do their thing and then we we see how it goes. Yeah, without further ado, um, I think that's as far as I can, you know, talk about in today's episode. Um, I think the, the the interest in the Premier League this weekend, especially from the Nigerian side, it's um, was quite low. Not obviously not bad, not like it's very low, but not like it's really really low. People still watch games, but especially on Saturday, I mean, there was there's an election exercise going on Saturday, so it's kind of understandable that mo- most persons we had the polling, so they didn't really watch the games or really try to catch. But a lot of them, Sunday was quite there. Yeah, but oh yeah, I forgot one thing. <laughs> Chelsea, I, I forgot to talk about Chelsea. I talked about sport, I didn't talk about Chelsea. With Chelsea, um, I, I obviously you know, you already know the news is out. They are looking at Arsenal's style and looking at Ateta and saying, oh, they might want to give him more time. And a lot of Chelsea fans are saying, well, they don't want him to stay. They want him out, and they are quite consistent in their views. I mean, I spoke to a Chelsea fan yesterday. He was really, really livid. He was really livid. He made sure his intentions were made known. <laughs> And listen, um, I don't know, with the amount of signings that Chelsea have at the same time, there are so many, and I don't know if they are struggling to, you know, fit them in or something along the lines, I don't know if that's the case, but it's going to be very interesting to to see how to see how the rest of the season, you know, you know pans out for Chelsea. I, I think they're going to get knocked out of the Champions League, I really do, against Dortmund, because if Dortmund comes to the bridge, because anybody who plays raises their level a bit more tends to beat Chelsea. And this is, the thing with Graham Potter, it's not even about just... Um, because you don't even know what he's trying to do, right? I mean, yeah, he started really well, the style of playing on that, but now, with the constant chopping and changing, and then the injury to Thiago Silva yesterday wasn't a good... It wasn't good news for Chelsea at all. It's, it's still their best defender, despite his age, which is amazing. Listen, this is not down to Chelsea, you know, being bad. This is more of me praising Thiago Silva. Like, listen, if you're still their best vendor at this age, he's close to 40, and he's still... 
playing at the highest level still their best vendor i'm like wow you know that that's a really really top player right there so with someone like Chelsea, currently, I think he, had, he he came off yeah, yesterday. His knee, I think, came line. There was a chance where he landed on his knee, and you know that kind of thing. But it's gonna be interesting to to, to see how how. Um, I hope hopefully I I will never wish a player injury, so I hope he, he he recovers and is fine. You know, but Chelsea for the rest of the season is gonna be very mixed. I think they've gotten knocked out of the League Cup, out of the FA Cup. So the Champions League is like their only chance. If you get knocked out, it means they're gonna go trophyless this season, which is you know. Again, you probably are, now it's not it's something that the fan base will not take too well, which makes you ask some few questions. How much is Bowley willing to accept before he pulls the trigger? And I know a lot of Chelsea fans will clearly make their intentions known, known to Bowley. Uh, listen, we want this guy out, and they're probably gonna. I mean, listen, if they get knocked out of the Champions League and then it's just a league to play for, I can assure you that Chelsea fans will make sure. They will come to the grounds, make noise. Is Bully gonna stick to his guns and say, "Listen, I chose this guy and I'm gonna back him," because they've backed him already. They spent all the money. Because I'm hearing some again. I also I heard some for some love Chelsea, some some news right that they're saying they don't feel they feel like he didn't have a, he hasn't had a a preseason. So you know there could be there could be a case to be had there to be made there for him. A lot of Chelsea fans are like, "Listen." I want Chelsea fans to be like, "Listen, man, they ha- he had a preseason during that World Cup break. He had enough time." Time to go. <laughs> so they're like they're not they're not letting him they're not letting anything slide. Listen, if they if they get out of that Champions League against Dortmund, I promise you it's not going to it's not going to go down well. It's not going to go down well at all. It, it may be toxic for the rest of the season. And listen, I'm enjoying it. Listen, Chelsea fans, they are they are, they are torture, they are pain. It's my game. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening. I think now I can really enter this episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Have a nice rest of the week. Um, hopefully, by the time I return, uh, return to, to do the show the remainder of the week, we we beat um, Sheffield United and we progress in the FA Cup, which is very important. The longer we are in the cup matches, the more our chances of winning. And I think the attack, Spurs have really done okay to strengthen the attack. Even though the defend, defense hasn't really had that level of attention, but at least the attack has and the wing-back spot has. And listen, last thoughts was on Pedro Poru. Listen, fans, just calm down. I don't think there's a lot to worry about. I think he's been eased in. He had a disaster of a debut, a nightmare of a debut at Leicester. I think he had a lot more to with Romero not playing and you know, Romero not being able to watch, you know, help him out. But I think as the games go by, it's gonna be he's going to play more. He was eased in. He played yesterday on the right wing. Yesterday, came on, played the last few minutes. Came on, I'm sure eventually you will see a lot more of him. I think the FA Cup match he might start that game, so that eventually we will see more of Pedro Poro as the season progresses. A lot more of him as the season progresses, and um, yeah, I think we'll, yeah, we'll just see. We'll see how the season goes. Thanks for listening, and um, have a nice rest of the week, and um, bye.